Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We went in the freight entrance <laughs> to the Eurotunnel. So we I pull swear. up and we go through this barrier and we get to the machine where you're supposed to like get a ticket or whatever. And we notice it's like really high up. <laughs> Like, how are you supposed you to reach could, it? You could have drove under the barrier. <laughs> Welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. Oh, yes, oh, yes. yes. Oh, Bab had the genius idea of putting the Valtteri Bottas and Grand New Joe episode live on Tuesday. Uh, because it went on YouTube, it was amazing. Yeah. And I agreed with him, which means you get a bonus episode, which is us today here on the sofa to recap everything that's happened in the last week. Well, technically, yesterday's one was a bonus. So this one is just your bog standard, oh, true, Jake true. and Fab, which I think people need. Like, we've had so many guests on recently, which is amazing. But these chats that we have between us are like... The pucker, I know? completely agree because you know I mean? we don't want to lose you guys. That like, ultimately we remember. We keep getting DMs from people there, like we listened from the beginning, and it's so crazy when you guys said, "Imagine if one day we have a Formula One driver on." Yeah, and, like, now we, we just need drove, to clip that. Do you know what I mean? And now we just drove to Switzerland, which we're going to tell you all about that story in today's pod. We're going to talk about some of the latest Formula One news, but yeah, guys, it's been a movie. Um, before I say any more, I just want to say Alfa Romeo once again. Thank you so much. You listening, you know you are. Thank you so much for everything. Oh, they are the absolute best. Can't thank Alfa enough for just the opportunities that they've given us, man. Another big guest coming from Alfa Romeo. Film with him tomorrow. And we? Yeah. Tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we are. We yeah. are. There's so much happening, guys. Yeah, Fab, how are you feeling after your long slog? Do you know what? I'm finally fully rested up, but man... I don't know what came over me in those in those hours in France where I just powered for about I don't know how long. In the video we kind of cut it because we wanted to make the video on YouTube more about, you know, the interview. But let's mm. actually just pod from the beginning of what happened that day. Like we get to the airport, we th- we think the flight is absolutely fine. The airport's rammed. There's nowhere to sit. Nowhere. The to get airport any food. was rammed, and there was no Wi-Fi. It was absolutely ridiculous. Luton Airport, horrendous. We Never paid going 120 pound parking. That reminds me, I need to try and get that parking money back. Oh yeah. I completely forgot about that. I paid 120 pound to park there for two days, and we already parked the airport for less than like eight hours. We get there, we're delayed three hours. We wait three hours. We're delayed another three hours. We wait three hours. We're sat there in the queue at the gate that they give us. <laughs> we literally sat there on our phones knackered at this point. We waited for six hours. I gave up out of the queue, didn't I? When I just sat down. I tried to work the vending machine, which, by the way, didn't work. Swallowed all my money and didn't pay us a, a Coke or anything like that. I literally swear I was so bored just waiting. I think I did a whole pack of chewing gum. <laughs> I was just sat there on the floor. And then there's an announcement in there. I had my headphones in and didn't hear it. But all I saw was everyone just stand up and leave. And it was an announcement. <laughs> Where's everyone going? <laughs> it was an announcement to go to gate six. And I thought, and there was loads of people walking around us, weren't there? And I was going, oh, they're switching us to a British Airways. We're all going to be first. Yeah, class. And everyone, I was it. saying stuff loud and everyone was looking at me like, I was serious. I don't know why I was doing that. Get to gate six and it's, and chaos ensues. <laughs> it was a sea of people as far as the it eye like can see. It was like one of the TV shows. 
It was, yeah, it whatever was literally they call like it. one of MTV shows where the show gets cancelled. Departure everyone... Lounge Disasters, whatever they call it. <laughs> we got there and then we realised it was cancelled. Everyone was stressing, like, so were we. Because, to be honest, though, at that point, I wasn't that worried. Like, when they told us it was cancelled, I still thought, oh, we'll be able to get there. We'll just get another flight. Like, I thought they would just put us on another flight. Uh, uh, no we flights. get out whilst we're waiting for no our flights bags. Left. No flights left any way of getting there get us to switzerland in time for the filming slot that we yeah, had none that night none the next day either so we were like actually fucked like we couldn't even get a flight earlier the next morning i literally just looked at you and in my head i was thinking we're gonna have to drive but Mate, then, you didn't even you didn't even have to say anything no, i just saw the look in your eye yeah and i've just stood there and i'm just like I'm gonna have to drive it, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> and the first you were like, "No, man, like you don't have to." Like, and I'm thinking, "You motherfucker, I know you want to drive." Yeah. <laughs> and then the second I saw there was a hint of hope of him driving, I was all over it, like maps in it to give you a rundown of how tight this was. By the oh, way. Oh, by the way, just before we go into that, we met a guy and his girlfriend. Can't remember his name. Was it Chris? I can't remember. But what a legend! He was a pit stop fan. Yeah. And uh, he was meant to be going out to Zurich to see um, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I hope you Obviously. made it out, mate. I know you might have after drove as well. I don't but think you did. I think they went home. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, it was a it was a bit of a shit show, to be honest. Um, we get we run back to the car literally, get back into the car as soon as we can, and at this point we've decided we're driving. So we get in the car, we maps it. Who put, did we call upon? Your dad. In our last hour of need. We were in such a rush because I had to map the whole journey to Switzerland. So Fab rang his dad and said, Aldo. Please, 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 can you help us book this Eurostar? Because we needed someone on a computer. Who, by the way, was sloshed because it was a Friday night. <laughs> so he was pissed out of his head at home. And he was like, all of a sudden, he was given this task to do. And he it was like, it, it was against the clock as well because we were racing down to Folkestone to get the train. Mm. And then we had to get the one at midnight, right? That if we didn't get the one at midnight... We didn't think we were going to make it. We thought the train we were going to get was going to be quarter past one. And obviously, when you go to Europe, you lose an hour mm. as well. So like The we one o'clock one would have been really bad, man. Yeah, we, we wouldn't have made it. No, we wouldn't, because the interview got pushed forward as we well, We had to it? make that midnight train. I remember at one point we were... Oh, this story's so crazy, man. I was about to jump all the way to the end because it's just so <laughs> nuts. We get on the Eurotunnel. We're just sat there trying to get a bit of sleep. Straight out, out to um, France. Fab starts driving within literally <laughs> 10 seconds. There's a video of it on YouTube, but within literally 10... There's not actually a video of it happening, but... Yeah, he comes straight out and in the headlights, just erratic. I'm running across the road and I looked Bad at it and I, I just said, doof, doof, and I just thought, oh my God, what a terrible do you know what? start. To I saw it, life. I saw it, but do you know what? I, I did what I was supposed to do in that moment, which was look in my rear view mirror, see that there was a car behind me and I didn't break. There was cars everywhere, but I didn't, it would have been I didn't so dangerous stop to for the or slam your brakes on. As shit as it is, like, it, was, it just happened in the that's look green your face. cross code. That's how, that's... If you ask a government or a person high up, they would say that's the exact thing to do. Did you pass your theory test first time? Yes. You absolutely nailed it. Did you revise? Uh, actually, first time in my life I ever revised. But I'm pretty sure it was just like online tests. Yeah. How about driving test? Yeah, first time. First time as well. No, no minors or anything. No lessons, baby. I, I was had two, two lessons times. like two years ago. I was two times, but to be fair, mine were in London, mate, so it's very easy to get stuff wrong. <laughs> I would not want to do my driving test in London. Yeah, my absolutely first my not. first ever test, I remember it specifically. I was doing absolutely amazing and then I came to a junction and I was at a red light. 
And I like, for some reason, was in a lane where it like had a left turn option or something. And I thought I could go. So I just started going in the middle of like a fucking red light on a cross junction. <laughs> and the woman just slammed the brakes on and was like, it's a red light. I was like, oh, that's awful. No. That's horrible. Yeah. That I just drove happened. my dad's car around. He was like my passenger, but he didn't have pedals. Even my Thank driving God, because <laughs> he would have crashed. <laughs> yeah, even my driving lessons were in London. But yeah, anyway, going back to what we're doing, it's Fab's first time driving on the other side of the road. Uh, and then, yeah, we just drove all the way down to Which is ridiculous, by the way. What a whirlwind of emotions to think you're flying somewhere to all of a sudden getting the last train over and then all of a sudden I'm on the wrong side of the road <laughs> at night. It was like 1 a.m. It was 2 a.m. over there. We were already quite tired at the airport because we went out the night before. We were, mm. at, we were out the night before, so it was just chaos, to be honest. But we made it there. Like Ultimately, we were put with this challenge. And it was like, we've got the chance to win with these Formula One drivers. We're not going to miss it. We didn't miss it. There was no way we were going to miss it. There was no way. And it was the no most way. incredible weekend. A movie I shall remember forever. It all happened so quickly. We got there within an hour of, of like doing the podcast. We had to set up so quickly, get it done. And all of a sudden, it was like over and done with, taking everything down, back to the hotel, tried to go out. But <laughs> we were so tired that like yeah. we went to Zurich. And didn't last very long and then came back. We literally Ubered there, had some food, went straight back and went to sleep. And I slept for like 12 hours. I was just out. Glorious though. Glorious, Glorious sleep. sleep. Mm. Yeah. And then drove all the way home on Sunday. We was going to break it up into two parts. I can't believe we you ended up, to do that. We ended up in some random French town. Because I, I, oh yeah. I remember my dad saying to me like, yeah, when you're driving through France, like don't take the toll roads. Take like, the normal roads and then like stop off for lunch. And rather than get a garage like Sarnia or something, you can get like a lovely bit of food. So we just <laughs> stopped in this random French town. And it was Sunday. Nothing was open. But there was these two places open next to each other. We walked in one of them and it just smelt like dog <laughs> straight away. Yeah, yeah. Literally smelt like wet dog. But then Jake was like, oh, the Arsenal game's on. <laughs> they were showing the football. So I uh, went there, had some lovely food. Yeah, we did. Had some fromage frites. Us trying to order fr the menu. They didn't have an English menu, so we had to translate absolutely <laughs> everything. <laughs> it was so funny. And no one in there spoke English other than one random guy in the corner. So when the waitress come over, we'd say something and she'd turn around and look at the guy that spoke English and they were translating. Proper classic <laughs> French place. And then getting home, we, oh, was like, no. we got to Calais. Nina, this is... Nina, Nina. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I forgot about the fact that he got arrested. Yeah. Well, not arrested, but... Yeah, I didn't get arrested, but um, got pulled by the French police for speeding. <laughs> which we were warned by a certain Matt WTF1 from WTF1. He about said the French that. police don't fuck around, didn't he? Yeah, he said don't speed in France. Um, didn't listen. No, and you weren't going that much over. You're only just going over. Only a 90 euro fine is fine. Yeah, I wasn't really going over it. And they're going to email it to me anyway, so. Yeah. I think that'll probably Anyway, quickly skip past that one. Yep, next. Um, <laughs> so we, get to the, we get to the dock. Get to Calais. Oh my God, this is absolute <laughs> chaos. This honestly. is like a fucking Hot Wheels track. No, this... this literally, <laughs> it's just fucking... It's like a horror film. round and round It's like a horror film. <laughs> we went in the freight entrance <laughs> to the Euro tunnel. So we I pull swear. up and we go through this barrier and we get to the machine where you're supposed to like get a ticket or whatever. And we notice it's like really high up. <laughs> Like, how are you supposed you to reach it? You could have drove under the barrier. <laughs> Literally. And then I re like, we were like, Jake was like, Fab, you're in the lorry section. So I was like, oh, shit. So then I had to go out, press a machine. We got out and they were like, yeah, you just carry on straight on and follow the green line. <laughs> so we go <laughs> you're around. You're missing the whole part of the story where 
we've pulled into the lorry bit. Fab's had to get out of the car, go and ask someone for some help because they're <laughs> stuck in the lorry pool. <laughs> and there was the dogs. Remember the dogs yeah, going yeah. crazy? And she sent us to this bay and we waited in this bay and then this person turns up in another car with flashing lights. She Private gets out. escort. Yeah, she's like, follow me, follow me. So we... <laughs> So we followed her out and we get to these gates. I'm thinking she's going to take us straight to the train. Like no no <laughs> customs, too. no passport, just straight I on the train. I thought we would won there. She takes us to this little gate. We go through. We're driving up this road. She just goes, follow the green arrow on the floor. Follow the green line. So we get to the first roundabout following the green arrow. And then we get to the first entrance on the first roundabout. And there's two exits. We take one exit. <laughs> And instantly, we can no longer see the green line anymore. And it we're just disappeared. <laughs> the green line only took you to the roundabout. It didn't take you anywhere else. What's the point in the green line? It was, it was actually after that that we gave up and went apart to that garage and thought, we are literally lost. Gave up in a garage <laughs> and then finally managed to find it. Went there. But it wasn't just us, right? There was actually other, pe- well, other that was Brits. The worst thing. There was other people following us. <laughs> people following us. Finally got on the train. Got back. Had a wonderful sleep, woke up, and uh, lived another day. To yeah, t- then to we were just so tale. excited to get the, the Bottas video up, which is why it went up early. And I think it was worth us doing this episode today to just tell everyone everything going on. And also... Do you know what? I think the people needed it. Yeah, I agree. And I also want to say, because I can't believe it myself, there is an unbelievable amount of guests coming. And they are seriously cool. Like, some of them that we've managed to get now and people that want to come on this show... Is absolutely insane. They're, so, they're coming in seriously hot. They're like <laughs> piping hot. Piping hot. Like honestly, do not touch. Kind of hot. And that's all thanks to you guys. You know, we don't always get to um, get the chance to come back and say thank you. But blimey, it's quite a few listeners now. Yeah, there's a few people to thank. I think when we do like our end of year roundup, I don't know. If, we're not going to win any awards this year, so maybe we just create our own award and then we like film a ceremony where we go up and thank everyone. <laughs> Put it live on TikTok. Just film it in a flat, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything's just been crazy. So thank you very much to everyone who's been listening. Jake? Yeah. Why don't you dive straight in to some current news in the F1 world right now? Well, actually, today they announced the 2023 calendar for Wasn't the Formula it One. <laughs> was it? I think it was two days ago. Oh my God, really? Yeah, it was a while ago. Oh, yeah, I knew that. We're only just putting though, aren't I? Yeah, there's 24 races, mate. Wow. 24 races. And Joe has got his dream. The race in China is back, which means Valtteri Bottas is going to have a hot, a hot pot. Hot pot, yeah. We have to go for that, surely. We absolutely Surely have we're to go. invited to that. Like, surely those two will be like, yeah, let's bring those boys along. We have to go, mate. Do, do you know what the re- added races are this year? Mm, uh, yeah, we've got Shanghai, China. We've got Las Vegas, Nevada. And I think... Go on. Isn't that it? Uh, yeah, that is it, right? Because yeah. it's 22 this year. Yeah. 24. Yeah. How do you feel about a 24-race calendar? Um, I think for the fans, excellent. I think for the drivers, presents a brand new challenge. Mm-hmm. More races, less time off. Uh, Vegas is going to be a hot race, probably, even though it's a night race, it's going to be roasting, so they've got to condition their bodies a bit more. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? China, again, ridiculously hot. If it's a street race... Oh my god! Because Shanghai has the greatest skyline. I've never seen the world. a China race. Have we you seen Shanghai that? skyline? No. Oh my god, man! Is it good? Look at it. 
I'm, like, I'm not looking at it right now, but if it's good, we should go. It's Let's great. go to China. Yeah. Next year, we want to go to all of them, but bank account says no at the moment. We'll take you to Bar Rouge, because Bar Rouge is special. Bar, what's Bar Rouge? Bar Rouge is the best rooftop bar in Shanghai. Fab, I'll take you to Bar Rouge, my friend, and we that's are how going. we'll celebrate. We are That's going. how we'll celebrate making it to China. <laughs> <laughs> that would be absolutely incredible. It's a long old flight, but it's worth it. And then we can do our dream and go to Tokyo as well. We can fly from there. That would be insane. Let's do it. Monaco's back on the calendar, renewed Poof. until 2025. There was a lot of talk about it. I don't think Monaco was actually going to go anywhere, to be honest. Like, I'm glad it's still there, really. it's Next year, we want to go. So we do want to go. I'm glad it's there for that reason. Um, yeah, calendar's looking pretty good. But I said they need to add more races and more teams. And the sad news is that the Formula One president, Stefano Domin- Dominacoli, I really should be able to pronounce his name, shouldn't I? That's really bad. Stefano from Alfa Romeo. What if he hears this? This is a really important guy. Stefano Domenicali. Stefano Domenicali. He said that adding new teams to the grid is not a priority. So it doesn't look like we're going to have more than 10 teams. Mm. Do you know what? Yep, we've got nothing to add to that. <laughs> yeah, well, they're probably right. They probably know more than us. Maybe 10 teams is a perfect amount. What news have you got? Well, I know I you were having a look at the news. Yeah, I haven't got any news because my phone just died. <laughs> oh. So um, I was kind of relying on whatever you had, to be honest. Oh. So what, you're going to throw it back on me already? We've only been filmed for 16 minutes, Fab. We've only been filmed for 16 I'm, minutes. I'm drinking a nice cold glass of... Um, I don't know, something. Well, why don't we give our whole preseason roundup to, to date then? We haven't actually done that. What, for, what do we think about our first year so far in Formula One? My first year in Formula One has been a whirlwind, my friend. Um, <laughs> I didn't really know what to expect going into it. Um, I've learned a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that happens that I didn't know about. There's a lot of stuff which I thought maybe happened and now has been confirmed. (laughs) It's just been crazy, man. Seeing the inside of everything as well. Like seeing inside the sport rather than just watching it from the TV or like actually being there and in the thick of it. It's been one of the coolest ways to learn, right? Just seeing how the whole machine works. Yeah, it's we've been very lucky with the way we've got to learn the sport. And like we've probably learned different aspects of it before we should have learned the key aspects like there's probably still things to do with the race and that that when it's on we don't have a clue what is going oh, on oh definitely but like i kind of love that like what happened earlier is we were standing on the side of the road and some girl just randomly pulled up next to us put her window down and was like i love the podcast by the <laughs> way like i'm a new formula one fan as well like i've been listening and learning along and that just made it makes you think like there's probably a lot of other people listening that may be on exactly the same journey as us like they watched the first race of the season Ferrari win. Oh man, there's so many people. That's why it's so that's good. What that's what I mean. This season's so been good. crazy. But when Ferrari won that first race of the season, Ferrari have only won four races this season. Like when they first won that first race, I remember you went mental, and I remember everyone was like putting Ferrari in their in their teams on yep. that race game, and yeah, it just makes you think. Of, and then Red Bull go and get it in Saudi Arabia, and then Ferrari win in Australia. At that point, I remember after Australia and everyone was thinking, oh, Charles Leclerc, Charles Leclerc. It's mad, though, because you've got three teams who have all had different experiences this year. You've got Ferrari, who started off really strong, adapted really well to the changes, and then have just kind of had problem after problem and haven't been consistent. You've got Red Bull, who started off okay, like they were all right, 
but they had then, a few uh, issues, didn't but they? Then, where the cars sound fire. Yeah, but then that. as the seasons have gone on, they've just got stronger and stronger mm-hmm. and stronger. And then tighten you've got, it, tighten it. I feel like that every week Red Bull get tighter. Yeah, and then you've got Mercedes who are like started off like whack and then are, are getting a lot better, but they're still not like up there yet. Yeah, well, you got to remember like Mercedes started off bad, but George Russell started off still in the top five for mm. like so many races in a row. I think it was more the, the changes on Hamilton's car and whatever they were doing on Hamilton's <laughs> car put, put Mercedes back. But like it's mad looking at the calendar and like Mercedes haven't won a race. It is pretty crazy. It's only been Ferrari and Red Bull this season. I think it's only. I don't know be how a, often that it's going to be a one year thing. I reckon next year they're going to be flying. Do you, really? Do you think? Verstappen's <clears throat> won the last five races in a row. Whew. And then Ferrari won the last two before that, and then Red Bull won six in a row. Wow. Verstappen, 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 Perez, Verstappen, Verstappen. That Red Bull power machine is. It's quite scary. And just for Stappen in general. Yeah. Like, Checo's a great driver, but Stappen? Machine. What, what's your experience been? Because you went into this obviously unbiased, right? Mm-hmm. But have always sort of leaned towards Red Bull. And yeah. you like Max. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love Max. Like, we got them videos of um, me from before we even started filming and I'm always in the Red Bull top, always saying about Verstappen. But that's because he's, like, young and hungry and, like, mm. fights and, like... He's just exciting. And also, I love Red Bull as a brand. Like, I always say to you, I love the way they do everything. Well, that's my they, thing. Because they do, like, extreme sports. They do the kind of shit that I like to watch. Yeah, they cover so many great... And they're so good at it. I know. They're, like, always seen as, like, the best. If yeah. you're sponsored by Red Bull, you're, like, covered in a Red Bull helmet. Everyone knows you're, like, the shit. And they've been great to us as well. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I have to support Ferrari. Like, that's never going to stop, but... But then I also support Ferrari. Like, I'm absolutely... I'm... There's a few people from Ferrari that I can't wait to meet. If you're listening, you know you are. <laughs> do, 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 give me away little clues. Um, now, yeah, Ferrari have been amazing to us as well. So have so many teams like Alfa Romeo, Williams. You know, it, it, we're really lucky. I'm definitely not biased. Pass. Like, for example, Ferrari win. I would rather... I've been saying for weeks I'd much rather Ferrari win. <laughs> just to make it more interesting. Just to mix it up, I'd just yeah. rather Mercedes win, like... I, I just want a really good race. Like, I, I would love anyone to win. We need free DNS from both Red Bull drivers on the trot. <laughs> That's what we need. Just to open it up a little. Maybe me and you need to get in the garage. <laughs> if me and you got in the garage. Now, my experience has just been a, a complete a complete mind opener to me. I was always so into football that every time I saw any other sport, I couldn't concentrate. doesn't matter what it is. Couldn't watch it start to finish. And then even with Formula One, when we started watching it, like I said to you, I couldn't watch it start to finish. Uh, the first few races when we were podding, like I'd watch, but I'm still on my phone. Like I just think that's where it's it's different for us. And like when we get into these situations that we're in, we don't get too overwhelmed by it. And I think I've said this before on a podcast, but this like football's your sport and music is my thing. So like even though we love Formula One now, we don't. <sighs> I'm what's the best way to describe it? Like we don't lose our minds when we've got two F1 drivers yeah, sat opposite us. I guess that's true. Like we're so lucky to get put in that position, but like we're so new to this that like, I don't know. We're, we're just, we're not mad, mad, mad fans. These people. We yet. haven't like, had the years of like, Oh my God, going crazy about it on TV. We've just walked, we've just walked in and like, yeah, that we're nervous. This is our fuck. first experience. We're nervous as fuck. Cause we know how big they are. Like, oh, we're, we still get we're, nervous. We're aware yeah, yeah, yeah. of the situation we're in and how lucky we are to be there. But my God, like the only way we can get through it is because we're not absolutely fucking fangirling. And I say that because when I met Thierry Henry, 
my favourite footballer of mm. all time. And I, and I, he was standing in front of me. Did you wee yourself? I was standing with one of my friends and my friend was like, should we get a picture of him? I was like, I'd love a picture of him. Please, can you ask him if we can get a picture of him? Because I was too nervous. And then my friend got a picture of him and then he was like, um, can my mate Jake get on with you? And I just went over, took the picture of Thierry Henry. I was shaking like a <laughs> shit house. I couldn't even say anything. I love Henry. I couldn't even say a thing to him. I was so nervous. And that makes me think like, I couldn't do that if I was felt like that towards all the Formula yeah, 1 no, drivers. Yeah, no, it's so true. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't like, work. If you asked me to talk to Thierry Henry, I'd just freeze, I think. <laughs> I think I'd do the same. However, though, the more... I, I do definitely still get mad nervous for him. I'm not going to cut it. I'm not going to pretend like we don't. No, it's true. Like, I was absolutely bricking it for Valtteri and Joe, mainly because I was so tired and every single question that I had in my head had just completely gone. Yeah, I did feel like, I did feel like we were both just so flat, but then at the same time, I was so happy that we had the time and... Oh, I look back on it now and it's better than I thought. But oh, mate, everything in with the that moment, interview, I was fucking You just got struggling. to think everything with that weekend. I was on my last leg there. Yeah, I know, man. Everything with that whole weekend went wrong. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Even the bloody recorder that we used to record the mics actually blew We haven't even up. spoke about that. <laughs> yeah. We have like an audio rig that we take everywhere. Like all of our podcasts are done through it, which by, we just bought a new one because when we were in Switzerland doing the pod, the fucking thing blew up. Like there was like up. fireworks coming out of my lap. I don't know how the laptop survived it. Just like an electric surge or something through using a different plug or I don't know what happened. It blew, yeah. And then we're standing there and the audio wasn't as good on that pod as it could have been because we, we used a different recorder and had different wires because we didn't have what we normally got. Thank God we brought the uh, the spare. Yeah, the Zoom recorder. Shout out to Peter Yeah, for that. Peter, you legend. Because if we didn't have that, we would have been absolutely ruined. But I remember when it was over. I remember that moment where we just sat back and were like, oh my God. And then we packed all the equipment away. We walk out of there, we get in that car, we get back to the hotel and you literally, you literally fell straight to Crashed. sleep. Because I went downstairs to get a drink. Well, and I didn't we, have no, a we, watched, we watched the clips back for a little bit. We watched the Alfa Romeo because like straight oh, away yeah, we wanted yeah, to just we like see what it was like. Made one TikTok, I think. And then, yeah, I just completely passed out. You were locked outside the room. I know, I didn't you? want to bang. I didn't. I was sat outside, so I texted him and I was like, fam, I'm outside when you wake up. But I was out there for ages, so I started <laughs> banging. <laughs> no, yeah, my first year in Formula One has been has been a whirlwind of emotions. It's been it's been crazy getting to learn a new sport. Um I definitely think we we know a lot more than we think. But there is like even after talking about China at the beginning of Zep, I don't know anything about the Chinese Grand Prix. And mm. now I want to know about it. I want to know what it's like because it's coming to the calendar. There's so much to take in. We, I think we've done well in our first eight months. Yeah. We've definitely learned a lot of things you'd learn later down the line from the guests we've had as well. Yeah. But there's like so much history to learn. But like there's nothing... Cu- yeah, that, that's literally this it. Is there's what nothing gotta, current like that we can't talk about. No, and that's where people need to be able to draw a line with like people that are new to the sport or like anyone making content around F1. Like... No one should be expected to know all the fucking history. Like, I love football. And if you put me on a football show and ask me history, I wouldn't know the answers to them. And I'd say I'm a massive football fan. So what, would you tell me I'm not a real Formula One fan? You know what I mean? Everyone's been a new fan at some point. Like, like anyone who started watching in the 90s 
Yeah. You'd have people before them saying, like, oh, do you know Fandangio won the 1950s <laughs> bloody Jamaican Grand Prix? Like, no, I didn't know that. No, you are spot on, mate. That's where people need to remember. Like, everyone was a new fan once. And the history, of course, we're not going to know it all. doesn't but- matter how you got into the sport. It doesn't matter if, like, you watched a, a Netflix documentary about it. If you got into it, then you're into it. That's what I mean. I love the way we're learning, though, because, like, Mark, Mark Priestley told us loads of... Um, Amazing stories amazing from stories, back in the day. Yeah. Which like went, we're kind of learning, like which went around all the papers as well. <laughs> yeah, we literally made all the newspapers. I assumed everyone would already know that story. Well, I think a lot of people did, but maybe like we brought it back to life on the pit stop podcast. Yeah, or the way that it was worded. Or I don't know something. Either way, all press is good press, right? Is that what they say? Yeah. Well, I think so. Obviously, as we know, in pit my stop first boys season, are going to be famous. <laughs> What was that? We're going to get papped in Hollywood. I can see it already. <laughs> really? All do the want, bright lights. Do you want to be a Bollywood actor? I want to wear shades at night. You've already been in a Bollywood movie. I have been in a Fats Bollywood movie. I'm a Bollywood a actor already, Fats man. been in a Bollywood movie. Don't tell him. Yeah, tell him I was in a Bollywood movie. <laughs> Actually it's were. called 83. And it's about when India won the Cricket World Cup in 1983. I think it's 83. Could it be 82? Yeah. I think it's 83. And yeah, I was just a bystander at this cricket game. And it's so annoying because they got the original guy from 1983 who won it for them. He made a cameo in the movie and he's in the crowd and I'm stood next to him and a ball comes flying into the crowd and he catches it and says something. And I was trying so hard to be on camera. I was stood there. Like, <laughs> and it's only half my face. Like no. I, You can see my ear. To be fair, that's enough. <laughs> the rest of it's cropped out. Yeah. <laughs> Took up most of the screen. Really. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm a Bollywood actor. So yeah, do one. Breaking news. We've got a little bit of breaking news. Not too breaking, but it's breaking. Because his broke. Alex Albin's appendix went. Good news is he's going to be back for Singapore. He is. It's great news, isn't it? I think that's a bit early. Why? Remember when you had yours out? Would you yeah, want to be I... racing a car with like 4,000 G? How long's it been? Three weeks? Mm, Will it be three weeks? Mm, or is it two? Don't know. No, I think it is three weeks. Imagine doing an, an extreme sport. Well, I know that they do appendix through a keyhole surgery now, which it creates less scarage. But I tell you, it will still be sore after three weeks because... Mine was still like an open wound. I think it's a bad decision. After three weeks, all that core, all those core muscles, like constantly straining, right where you just had an op. Yeah, but he's, I, he would have had like the best medical care ever. Like, I'm sure he's probably fully fixed. They probably just stabbed think, him with a couple of things. I he's think put the Vries back in that car. Really? Yep. What you reckon, Nick DeVries had one more race? He did amazing. No, I reckon, man. I reckon, put DeVries in Latifi's car and let Alban race still. <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it looks like that's what might happen next season. But I don't know. I know a few people want the Vries, so we're just going to have to wait and see. Obviously, Pit Stop isn't the place to come for the latest news. <laughs> <laughs> it depends what kind of news you enjoy. Oh, man. Uh, Honestly, I just can't we, believe. We are sad. <laughs> we are sad. We are laying on the sofa in a pitch black room. <laughs> Our living room, all the lights are off. There's not a single light on apart from the laptop. This and what's the nice. time? And what's this the time? Nice, the time is 23.10. This podcast is oh, going shit. live in 50 minutes. Oh, we've got to wrap this up. It's Guys, going live so in 50 much. minutes. Thanks for tuning in. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed the little update. Um, there's so many more guests coming. Thank you so much for joining us on this incredible journey. Rate the podcast five stars. Hit the follow button. 
and um subscribe on youtube subscribe on youtube type um, in jake and fab pit stop yep our instagram is at pit stop give it a follow follow our personals all of that fab's nearly at ten thousand followers on instagram everyone go follow and he really fab wants ten thousand followers ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening to the pit stop podcast you guys are great we'll be back on monday with a guest on Monday of a guest. Oh, and shit. Thursday, yeah, sick guest. Next Thursday, this time next week, the episode that is going to be out is going to be the episode that I think is going to be the best we have ever done. We're going somewhere for it. Somewhere really cool. It's going to look amazing. Hang on. No, you didn't do that justice. BMA. Oh, really? It is fucking really cool. Yeah. It is a really cool place. Probably, I would say the best looking place that we could do a podcast probably ever it i just yeah, can't I mean, believe we're doing this podcast okay so be excited for this time next week big guest coming on monday once again you guys are amazing rate the podcast five stars click the him, follow button give them a riddle of who it could be give them a riddle yes okay i'm gonna think of a riddle i'm young i'm hungry and i'm good at driving but i haven't driven a formula one car yet who am I? I've got one. Go on. My hair is long, but also short. It's kind of like a bob, and I style it with Schwarzkopf. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Powered by Spirit Studios.